This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. It's all happening according to schedule. The civil unrest, the national emergencies, the government's reliance on armed forces and a militarized police to solve domestic, political, and social problems, the implicit declaration of martial law packaged as a well-meaning and overriding concern for the nation's security. The government's been planning this and preparing this uh, for years. They've been looking for a crisis that will give them the kind of power they need. But no matter what this crisis is, it's of the government's own making. For those whom power and profit for everything, the end always justifies the means. This latest brouhaha over President Trump's threat to declare a national emergency in order to build a border wall is more manufactured political theater, a Trojan horse intended to camouflage the real threat to our freedoms, yet another expression of presidential power exposing us to constitutional peril. Let me explain. This is not about illegal immigration or porous borders or who will pay to build the wall. This is about unadulterated power and the rise of an emergency state that justifies all manner of government tyranny in the so-called name of national security. The seeds of this present madness were sown more than a decade ago when George W. Bush stealthily issued two presidential directives that granted the president the power to unilaterally declare a national emergency which is loosely defined as, and I'm quoting here, any incident, regardless of location, that results in extraordinary levels of mass casualties, damage, or disruption, severely affecting the U.S. population, infrastructure, environment, economy, or government functions, unquote. In other words, anything will allow the president to declare a national emergency. Then you've got the continuity of government, the so-called COG plan, which is a secretive group that will rule the government in times of crisis and take over and rule like totalitarians. And it provides a skeletal outline of the actions the president will take in the event of a national emergency. Mind you, that national emergency can take any form, can be manipulated for any purpose, and can be used to justify any end goal, all on the say-so of the president. This is exactly the kind of government overreach that Thomas Jefferson warned against when he cautioned, and I'm quoting here, in questions of power, then, let no more be heard of confidence in men, but bind him down from mischief by the chains of the Constitution, unquote. Folks, power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Thus far, we have been at least pretending that the government abides by the Constitution. Despite the many attempts by government leaders to claim broader powers for themselves during wartime, the Constitution allows for only one emergency power, and it's in Article 1 of the Constitution, which I'm quoting here. The privilege of the writ of habeas corpus shall be suspended unless, when in cases of rebellion or invasion, the public safety may require it, unquote. Those who wrote our Constitution sought to ensure our freedoms by creating a document that protects our God-given rights at all times, even when we're engaged in war, whether that is a so-called war on terrorism, a so-called war on drugs, or a so-called war on illegal immigration. This threat by Trump to rule by fiat merely plays into the hands of those who would distort the government system of checks and balances and its constitutional separation of powers beyond all recognition. To be clear, 
This is not a particular criticism of Trump or a disavowal of the need for better vigilance at the nation's border. Rather, it's a word of warning. Take heed. Remember, these powers do not expire to end of the president's term. They remain on the books, just waiting to be used or abused by the next political demagogue called the president. So, too, every action taken by the Trump administration to weaken the system of checks and balances, sidestep the rule of law, and expand the power of the president makes us that much more vulnerable to those who would abuse those powers in the future. No matter whether you consider Trump to be a demagogue or a diehard patriot, there will come a day when Trump no longer occupies the White House. And then what? We've been down this road before, folks. Although the Constitution invests the president with very specific limited powers in recent years, American presidents, Trump, Obama, Bush, Clinton, and so on and so on, have claimed the power to completely and almost unilaterally alter the landscape of this country for good or for ill, just depending on what they think they need to do. Should the Trump administration decide to act on its threat to eventually build a border wall using the president's emergency powers, it would constitute yet another gross perversion of what limited power the Constitution affords, the executive branch. In other words, the president. The powers amassed by each successive president through the negligence of Congress and the courts, powers which add up to a toolbox of terror for an imperial ruler, empower whomever occupies the Oval Office to act as a dictator, above the law beyond any kind of real accountability. As law professor William P. Marshall explains, and I'm quoting here, Every extraordinary use of power by one president expands the availability of executive branch power for use by future presidents, unquote. Moreover, it doesn't even matter whether other presidents have chosen not to take advantage of any particular power because it's a president's action in using power rather than forsaking that use that has the presidential significance. In other words, when one president abuses power, it allows another president to do it. In other words, each successive president continues to add to his office his list of extraordinary orders and directives, expanding the reach and power of the presidency and granting him or herself near dictatorial totalitarian powers. The abuse of presidential powers has been going on for so long that it's become the norm, the Constitution be damned. If we continue down this road, there can be no surprise about what awaits us at the end. Indeed, all those dastardly seeds we have allowed the government to sow under the guise of national security are bearing demon fruit. Brace yourself, folks. Anytime you have an entire nation so mesmerized by the antics of the political ruling class that they are oblivious to all else, you better be beware. The populace is asleep. Anytime you have a government that operates in the shadows, speaks in the language of force, and rules by fiat, you better beware. Anytime you have a government so far removed from its people as to ensure that they are never seen, heard, or heeded by those elected to represent them, you better beware. As I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War on American People, we are at our most vulnerable time right now. In other words, it's time to wake up or face a government that has been on destroying our freedoms and enslaving the citizenry. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, 
Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.